Welcome to the TappingSolution.com's Bits and Pieces podcast, where we share information designed to change your life. Whether you're new to EFT tapping or an old hand, you'll find simple, inspiring information to brighten your day, motivate you, and help you live your best life. To learn more about tapping, visit thetappingsolution.com. Now, here's today's clip. Hello, hello. Welcome, part two on how to use tapping to manifest your heart's desires. What we're going to do today is I'm going to teach you a process for how you can set an intention of something that you want to create. Call it an intention, call it a goal, sort of what we were doing at the end of last week's class. But I'm going to teach you how you can look for those spots of resistance. And it started happening last week. People started commenting that it happened naturally, where they set an intention and they saw some spots of resistance came up. I want to show you how to do this with your goals. Because here's the thing. We tend to make these decisions in our lives. Like we say, okay, I'm going to make a million dollars. I'm going to get this job. I'm going to get in shape. Like we have these out there goals. And if we don't clear the resistance around it, we unconsciously, subconsciously sabotage ourselves, right? So that procrastination, that sabotage, those patterns that you're used to running are usually from a place where reaching out for that, where actually creating that in your life doesn't feel safe. I know it seems so strange. It's like, why wouldn't it feel safe to get in great shape? Why wouldn't it be safe to get my dream job or speak in public or do the things that I want to do? And it's often because we have these belief systems because there's actually a downside. Sometimes we're aware of it, sometimes we're not, to creating these things in our lives. So what we're doing in today's class is we're going to pinpoint the downside. We're going to find a way, like how do we find it? And then we're going to clear it to make it effortless, right? Too many of our goals are like, Oh, I got to slog, I got to do this, I got to do that. And then we quote unquote fail. So now we have these beliefs that we're not good at this, that we aren't good enough, that we don't have the strength or the willpower to get this done, right? That's why I fail at a lot of what I want to do or I don't get what I want because I don't have willpower. It's too big of a mountain. If you have all these limiting beliefs, if there's a downside around it, you're just going to be exhausted trying to make it happen. So we want to make it effortless. All right, so let's close our eyes and take a deep breath. We're going to do a little bit of a process to find the things that are in our way. And just take a moment to feel grounded and safe. Feet on the ground, letting go of any other distracting thoughts. Just be present to the time that we have together. And just take a moment to acknowledge yourself for being here, for taking the time. Probably the hardest thing about all this is actually showing up. You're taking the time. You are saying, I want something different in my life, and I'm going to make it happen. Just acknowledge that about yourself. Too many of us spend all day saying we didn't do this right or didn't do that right or we should be more this and should be more that. Let's flip that script. 
let's just say to ourselves, well done for being here. And just notice how good it feels to give yourself that little pat on the back. And now in this part of the process, as I mentioned, we're going to clear out the resistance to the intention. So I want you to think about one big goal or dream or desire and make it big. We want to we go big with this one. At the end of last week, we had some small little steps. Let's go big with something you really want in your life. Just take a moment to decide what, you, what that is right now. That big golden dream. See it now. And take a moment and just comment below. Let's hear about a couple of these goals and dreams. What are they? What is that big intention? Let's hear some. Let's stir up some ideas of what we want to create in our life. Uh, Misty says she wants to speak worldwide. Beautiful. Uh, Marsha wants to see what my next life work is at this third stage of my life. Okay, so she's got a little bit of opening for what might happen. Elizabeth is wanting to get her former job back after being wrongfully terminated. Okay. Uh, Ranji, I know what I want, but it feels so big that I don't feel safe to write it because I feel like people will think it's too big and will laugh at me. Ranji, that's the next step, identifying those blocks. So you're there already. Kathy wants to be a public speaker, spiritual leader. Great. These are all great goals, big out there goals, being out there in the world goals. Okay. Brenda wants to overcome some health challenges. Uh, Joan wants to create art consistently. Bonnie wants to find a job where she will feel valued and happy. Uh, Scott wants an indoor arena to teach kids and help rehab horses. I love it. Uh, Deanna wants to publish something. So again, being out in the world, wonderful. All right, so keep writing them down. Write down your goals and intentions. I want you to actually see it happening. Right, so if you want to publish something, bring it to life. See the book out in the world. See it finished. You want to create a foundation, see it done. You want the indoor arena, see it finished. Brenda wants to overcome this health challenges. See yourself healed. Run that vision in your mind. And now you might notice that Part of you feels really good when you see that happening. So this is positive visualization, and that's great. But now we want to pay attention to the parts of you that feel a little uncomfortable. So what does that mean? So tune in, see that vision. You might see it coming already, right? Some people judging you or saying things or it feeling uncomfortable. Just notice that. And I also want you to notice, again, see this goal is finished, and now see your friends and family, see their reactions to it. You can do this with eyes closed, eyes open, whatever's comfortable. Just run that move in your mind. You see the big goal, the big vision, and now see your friends and family. Just have them walk in, right? So if you have a dream house, have your mom or your dad, or your cousin, or your best friend walk in the house. See it happen now. If you want to publish something, see the book on the shelf and see a family member walk in and see your book in the bookstore. 
bring it to life. Bring in your friends and family to that big vision, the people around you. And just notice as you bring them into the picture how you feel. What comes up for you? What's the emotion? What do they say? What do they do? Imagine it now. Maybe they don't even say anything, but you just know by the look they give you, hmm, something doesn't feel comfortable about this. I have this beautiful house and my friend says, oh, isn't this fancy? And I feel that in my heart. Notice what comes up now. Notice that resistance. And take a moment and give that resistance, that pain, that anger, that fear, that discomfort, a number on a scale of zero to 10. And just write it down below. You could write, mom said X and it's an eight, right? So give me the emotion, give me the feeling around that resistance. Go ahead and just take a moment to write that down. Bayari says, I imagine some friends may say that's lovely and think, but her partner is not there. She doesn't have her cat or that some of my friends may envy me because some of my friends live in one rented room. All right. So already seeing what might happen. Marsha feels a feeling of not worthy at an eight. Um, Susan Sunset, finally, and it's a seven. Right. Uh, Misty says, friend said, oh, you think you're something special now, right? That's a common one. Tammy's embarrassed. Tammy has created what she wants in her life, and she's embarrassed. Isn't this crazy, people, what we do to ourselves, right? We want something, and there's embarrassment around it? Well, guess what? You are never going to make that happen unless we clear that embarrassment, which we're going to do. Um, Bayari feels resistance. Uh, she's worried her mom might feel jealous. Um, Lee, mom says greedy. It's an eight. Hubby, not enough. It's a six. Great. Seeing both of those things come up. Elizabeth has a nine. So we are having a big intention and we're noticing the resistance. We're focusing on friends and family because this is a place where we often get that pushback and we keep ourselves small because we don't want to upset the apple cart. We don't want to annoy them. Um, other resistance might come up. Whatever resistance comes up, that's what we're going to tap on. We've got our vision. We've got our goal. And we have that resistance. And for Bonnie, this is great, right? So she didn't have resistance from her friends and family, which is great. She just fears that too much will be expected of her. Great. Great thing to tap on. All right. Tapping the side of the hand, eyes opened or closed, whatever feels comfortable for you. See that big vision, that big goal, and notice that resistance. Notice the fear. If someone said something to you, see them in the room with you saying that thing to you, tapping on the side of the hand. Bring this to life. You have your big vision. You have your resistance. You feel it in your body. You acknowledge it now. And repeat after me. Even though part of me is scared that this goal will come true, I choose to relax and feel safe now. I'm going to do that two more times. Even though part of me has all this fear, I choose to relax and feel safe now. 
one more time, even though I have all this fear in my body, all this anxiety or stress or overwhelm, when I think about this big vision, this big goal, I choose to relax and feel safe right now. Eyebrow, all this fear in my body, side of the eye, I see this big goal under the eye, but part of me feels resistance. Under the nose, what if they judge me? Under the mouth, what if the world judges me? Collarbone, all this fear in my body. Under the arm, it's safe to feel this fear. Top of the head, and it's safe to let it go. Back to the eyebrow, feeling all this fear in my body. Side of the eye, connected to this goal. Under the eye, feeling all this resistance. Under the nose, it's safe to acknowledge this resistance. Under the mouth, and it's safe to let it go. Collarbone, see that goal or that intention and run that movie. If you saw people come into that movie, that resistance, if you saw people saying something to you, judging you, commenting, run that movie right now. See them saying it and notice how it feels. Under the arm, keep running that movie. See it now, see that goal happen that big intention, that big vision, top of the head, and notice the resistance. Eyebrow, notice the parts of your body that don't feel safe with this goal, with this vision, with this intention, with this dream. Side of the eye, just notice them now. Under the eye, notice how they've just been trying to keep you safe. Under the nose, something about this big vision is scary and it's not safe. And that's okay. Just take that moment to acknowledge that fear and to let it go. Under the mouth. Run that movie again and you might find that as you tap and you hear your mom or your friend or relative say something the first time they said one thing and now as you release that fear and you release that judgment, they say something else. Collarbone. Now they're magically supportive. How did this happen? Notice that now. Under the arm, notice that big vision and how the more you see it, the more you release all the resistance, the safer you feel in your body, the more you relax, the stronger, the more confident you feel. 
That picture gets brighter and brighter. Top of the head. As you release all that resistance and that fear, you feel your confidence go up. Eyebrow. What seemed like a goal that was so far away is becoming more real with every tap. Side of the eye. As you release the resistance, you move into making this whole process effortless. Under the eye. You can see the steps to getting there. Step by step. Under the nose. And notice that whenever you feel any resistance, you feel a little block, you feel a little fear of the unknown, you can just go back and tap. Under the mouth. See that big vision, that big goal coming together, feeling safe, feeling strong, feeling confident, releasing all of that resistance. Collarbone. See that big vision, see that big goal. Under the arm. See it now. Top of the head. See it happening now. And you can gently stop tapping. Deep breath in and let it go. And just take a moment, note for me what happened there. Right? So some of you may have gone through a little bit of a process where one thing came up and then another, you felt the resistance come up and down and the movie changed. So let me know what happened and let me know your original number, that first thing that you were working on. What's it at now? What came up for you there? Take a moment and let me know. Elizabeth went from a nine to a five. Kathy's feeling tightness in her shoulders, but she sees the clinic that she wants, right? So now we're just starting to open it up a little bit. And it's crazy how it's like we release the resistance and we, the vision starts building up from there. Like we have to do this work. If you, whatever you want in your life, the resistance, I mean, look, some people get there with the resistance, but then it's like climbing Mount Everest and we want to make it easy. So note for me below. Um, Rajni says, my own resistance which was because I think that my dream is not possible, changed from a seven to a four, and I'm beginning to feel it might be possible. Like, this is what we're looking for, right? So, didn't even think her dream was possible. Wanna have a big dream, don't think it's possible, and now it's starting to happen. Um, Bayari has some turmoil in her belly, lighter and freer in her shoulders. Kathy, eight to a two, that is great. She's got some leftover tightness in her stomach. Uh, Lee, wow, massive angel bumps. As I embraced my anxiety, my breathing got so heavy, and then the bumps took over. I love that you use that language, that you embrace the anxiety, right? So, look, if we don't have a process, if we don't have a tool like this to move through anxiety, what do we do? We push it down. It makes sense. Like, it doesn't feel good to feel it. With tapping, we can embrace the anxiety. We can say, this is how I feel. This is the truth of it. 
Misty's original number was an eight, and she felt various things like a roller coaster from fear to financial barriers. Now it's a five. Anna started out in an 11 out of the zero to 10 scale. Well done. And now she's at a four. Um, my resistance is convoluted. Uh, it is the shape of a stone. It started out as a boulder. Great. Whenever you can bring in visuals like that, go for it. Different people connect with colors and visuals, ideas, concepts. So whatever metaphor works for you, whatever uh, visual aspect, use that for tapping. Um, Sarah says, it's clear that I have to keep tapping, but I could now pinpoint this resistance. Uh, it's actually a fear of being made fun of by my family for my goal. I feel better though having more clarity. Feels like a six now. Absolutely amazing. Bonnie's resistance was a 10 and it went down to a five. Lower from an eight to a two. Her sister said, why do you want that? It first sounded critical, then after tapping the statement, just sounded curious. Amazing, Laura. What an amazing insight, right? So the same thing. Why do you want that? You hear that from your sister. There's all this judgment, all these different things holding you in place, all these past experiences. You judge, oh, she's being critical. Then you tap, release that anxiety, and now maybe your sister's being helpful and curious. Like, so interesting how we can take what somebody says so personally and so differently that potentially they meant. Beautiful insight, Laura. Sandy has a fear of being visible because of the judgment of others. Then I realized I'm a work in progress. Aren't we all? Yes, we are. Eight to a four. Uh, Susan's resistance was a seven and now with a two. Uh, felt a lot of judgment, jealousy, and it changed to my seeing the vision with huge positive results. Amazing. Um, and Susan also says the arm pain was so intense I couldn't use my arm to tap and it lessened from a seven to a two. So how crazy is that, right? We're not even tapping on pain and we release it because we're letting go of these fears in our body. Bernie says, letting go of someone who said something rude about me charging her for my work. Ugh. I thought only professionals charge. Yikes. Ouch. That is rude. You can tap on it. You can clear it. You can be free of this statement to create what you want in your life. This is about freedom. This is about the freedom to be able to create our dreams and goals and visions and intentions. Like if you're holding on to this resistance, you are trapped, absolutely trapped in a cage of your past experiences, of your own making, of the things that people said to you, the other things that you can't let go of. This is the opportunity. Like to me, it's the most exciting thing ever that we can let go of these things. You know, I remember so clearly when I think as we were doing that tapping and I mentioned that goal and the vision and taking it step by step, right? And how you could use tapping through every step of the way in this goal and this vision and every goal and vision that you have in your life. You can do the same process, right? Where you just, you see it out there, you notice the resistance, you clear it away. And when I was thinking step by step, I, I started thinking about when I made the Tapping Solution documentary film. So. Uh, as some of you may know, maybe not all of you, I started in 2007 with this crazy idea to make a documentary film about tapping. Now, I had no filmmaking experience, no money, it was credit cards and credit lines, uh, no team, it was just, this was just my idea. But it was such a big vision and I was so pulled to it that I started taking the first step. People always ask me, like, how did you do it? Oh, did you know how to make a DVD? Did you know how to edit things? Did you know how I film things? 
literally knew nothing. I mean, when we, I remember so clearly, I had enlisted my younger sister, Jessica, who many of you know now, and um, my best friend, Nick Polizzi, to make this film. And we bought $40,000 worth of camera equipment on my credit cards. It all arrived, we unpacked boxes, and it was literally like, is this a light? This looks, it just, yeah, it's not a regular light, but this looks like a light. Let's Google how to figure this out. Let's Google how to set up the shop. And over the next year, we released the film in about a year, time and again, because you're going to hit roadblocks to these big visions. Like if it's big enough, you're gonna have challenges. But time and again, when I felt stuck, I would tap. Even though I don't know how we're gonna make this film, even though I don't know, you know, we're, we were stuck for a while in the story. Like, what is it? Is it a bunch of expert interviews? Is it this, is it that? What's the actual film going to be? Time and again, when that resistance came up, I would tap on it. When I would think of that big vision, when I thought about the movie being out there, well, I would think things like, well, if it's out there, people are actually going to see it. It's obvious, right? That's the point of it, for people to watch this movie. And people are going to watch this movie, and they're going to judge it. They're going to have ideas about it. They're going to think that we did some things right and some things wrong. At the time, I was 29 years old. Some people might think, who is this 29-year-old kid putting out a movie about EFT? It's so easy to create all these things in our head. I remember friends. I remember one friend clearly who, like, when I would tell him about what I was doing, I could just feel the criticism and the judgment emanating off of him. He was a lawyer. He had just graduated from law school. He had a job. Like, he, this was so far out of his world. And I'm sure he didn't mean it. I'm sure he wasn't there like, hmm, let me see if I can squash Nick's dreams today. But in that experience, right, when a friend, someone you love, something that you care about, when someone gives you some negative feedback or is judgmental, that is where dreams die. Unless you tap, unless you do something, unless you acknowledge, hey, this is a place where this dream might die, so I better do something about this. I better do something about the feeling that I have in my body that says, oh my gosh, am I doing the right thing? Is he right? Am I crazy? Even though I feel so much fear in my body, what if I, you know, we spent over $100,000 on the film, like what if it doesn't sell and I lose all my money? What if this, what if that? We have all these what ifs. We have to acknowledge them, not to push them down, not to be like, oh, everything's gonna be fine and perfect, I don't have to worry about it. No, we acknowledge them and we let them go. I promise you that time and again, the things that you wanna create in your life, you're going to hit these roadblocks. People are going to say things you don't like. People are going to give you advice that you don't appreciate. People aren't going to be supportive. Or you're going to have this internal dialogue that says, I'm not good enough. I can't do this. I don't have the resources. That's the place where you tap. Bayari just wrote that she loves the phrase, this is a place where dreams may die. I better do something about it. These moments, these are the moments where dreams die. Do something about it. Tap in that moment. Take that power back in yourself. Take that power back and says, this dream, this vision, this thing that I want for my life is too big. I want this joy too much. I want this peace too much to let the outside world stop me. When you acknowledge that, when you create what you want in your life, when you envision it, and when you clear that resistance, anything is possible. Sound good? Are you down? Give me a thumbs up if you want to create your dreams. Give me a thumbs up if you're 
sick and tired of having the rest of the world dictate what your path is, what's right, what's wrong, what you should be doing at any given moment. Give me a thumbs up if you're tired of all this inner judgment, all this inner criticism that says, I'm not good enough, or I'm not smart enough, or, oh, well, I don't have any experience doing this, so how is this even possible? Tapping is about taking this power back. So, on that note, let's do a final round of tapping, because I've kept you here for a little while. Let's tap and create some energy for us going forward. All right? So tapping the side of the hand. Even though in the past, I've doubted myself and everything that's possible for my life, I choose to let this doubt go now. Two more times. Even though I've been holding on to all this self-doubt, I'm starting to believe that change is possible. One more time. Even though I'm holding on to all this self-doubt in my body, I choose to release it and create the life I want now. Eyebrow. Releasing all this self-doubt. Side of the eye. Feeling strong and confident in my body. Under the eye. Feeling safe in my body right now. Under the nose. Releasing all the self-doubt under the mouth, from every cell in my body, collarbone, right now. Under the arm, feeling strong and confident, top of the head, right now. Deep breath in. One simple round to send you on your way. I'm so happy that you could join us today. Keep doing this session, that same process. Do it again and again. Keep clearing that resistance. This isn't a one-time thing. Let me know how you do in the next couple days. Tell me about your big dreams. Put them in the group. This is a safe group, a safe place to be. Keep me updated on these big dreams, these big goals. Thank you. I'm so grateful for your time here today, for who you are in the world for the difference that you are making in the world. With every tap, every time you clear resistance, like you are the change makers. And uh, it's just an honor to be part of this journey with you. Um, Elizabeth asks, how many times or when should we tap, Nick? Totally up to you. If you're just getting into the process, when I first did it, I did so much tapping because I had so much stuff I wanted to release. Then you might find, okay, once I've done that, I'm just gonna make it a simpler practice. I'm gonna do, you know, five minutes a day, I'm gonna do 10 minutes before bed. The key is to do something. Do something, keep it up, make it part of your routine. That's when you'll find that real change happens. Um, so exciting, so exciting. I love you, I will see you soon. And uh, thank you, have a great day. Take care and keep tapping.